It's only game. Why you have to be mad? Hey, we're recording the podcast. Shut up. Good morning to you wherever you are because it is a morning to work for February 12th, 2024. My name is Bernie Burns. With me sitting right over there is the Super Bowl MVP herself, Ashley Burns. How are you doing, Ash? <laughs> yeah, not bad. Look, you know, you know, you go out there, you go out there, and uh, you you want to do good, and uh, you you hope you you hope you do good, and uh, I think we did pretty good. That's from Bedazzled. You've seen Bedazzled, right? What's the Bedazzled? What's that? Oh, um, that was remember that was the movie where um, Elizabeth Hurley was the devil, and it was I think Brendan Fraser, and he keeps making wishes, and they turn out just a little bit wrong. And in one of them, he uh, wishes to be a big sports star, and he is, but he's also like. A total idiot, uh, and he gives this post game interview, and it's a uh, that's basically the post game interview. That's what it always is. Like I was watching these golfers and hockey players when I was I had a, an opportunity this week where I watched a ton of television, and I was especially hockey players. Man, when you see them today, hockey players all look like kids when they're out there playing. I, I'm curious what the average age of an NHL player was, but. I think it was the all-star game was this last week. And I was just shocked, shocked by how young these players looked. Maybe it's a sign that I'm getting way older, but also equally shocking was they were so young, but they were doing all that like old school, like, Oh, just trying to help the team. You know, like they were clearly reading from the script and it was so obvious when they were doing it. Yeah. That's like, that's oldest time. I saw a clip that made me think of you too. It was a female referee for some rugby league somewhere in the world. And she pulled the two captains aside. Of course, they're both like easily head and shoulders above her. And she's looking at up, up at him. And she says to him, all right, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> she's lecturing him. <laughs> she said, I said in the locker room, you told me you were going to control your teams. And this is going up. They didn't show what happened, but it was so funny because she was just, they're both like, just sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's got kids. <laughs> it must be or something. Or she's like, look, I can't really intimidate these guys. So I'm just going to guilt trip the shit out of them. I don't know if that works for NFL players. I look straight out of the mom playbook. And apparently it worked for the rugby players. So, uh, yeah, but... Um, Ashley, just I'm going to say this to the audience who is listening right now and is absolutely positively sick of everything Super Bowl related. We are going to talk about the Super Bowl, but we'll probably talk about it like halfway through the show until the end. And we will warn you what happens so you can go off and do something else. To illustrate that perfectly, you said that the, your uh, little post-game speech was from Bedazzled. And you said it was Brendan Fraser. For some reason in my head, I thought it was somebody else. So I went and looked it up, Bedazzled. And of course, it came up with all the information. The next suggested article when I looked up Bedazzled was, here's what Taylor Swift is wearing for her Chiefs Super Bowl outfit. Bedazzled jeans, oh. 87. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. Like really? Are you serious? You, you cannot escape it. You can look up anything. It'll go like, you obviously want to talk about Taylor Swift. Here you go. Look, I, uh, since um, I was putting the link dump together the other day and uh, there was a subreddit um, called Taylor Swift's Jet. And now, because I went into that to input, got the link for the link dump, I see it constantly. I know, I've, I know every step that woman has taken in the last like 48 hours. It's insane. Like, oh, she's it's, on approach. It's fucking wild. It's wild, man. They're like, oh, she's, just, she's taken off in this plane 
from, you know, from Burbank to Japan. Oh, she took off from Japan. She's uh, headed here. And oh, she's uh, changed planes from this plane to this plane. And now she's taken off from L.A. And she's, uh, and she, oh, look, 20 minutes, bam. And she's touched down in Vegas. And I was like, holy shit, I, I don't want to know this. This is, I get the plane watching is, is a lot of fun for that crowd. But I have to like find, go in and find the thing that says, please do not recommend this community to me anymore. I'm done. I'm out. Too much. You know, it'd be amazing for her to try to do is this would be an incredibly enormous challenge, but she should try to go dark for like four months just to see if she, if, if it could be even done at this point for her. Look, because I don't Bernie, know. Last possible. time she did that, she released like two albums in a row. That was pandemic, right? I don't know if you saw it, but you should try to watch the uh, Beyonce commercial that aired during the Super Bowl. Something about that commercial, I loved it. It's the Beyonce. Verizon commercial. It was amazing. And we'll go through all this in a second. But um, before we do that, I want to talk about a couple of things that happened to me this week. Um, I have been in, I've been traveling actually. We haven't really talked about it, Ash, but I've been traveling for all of last week. I'm coming home today and I'll be with you tomorrow. I cannot wait to see you. Can't wait to see the kids. Um, it's going to be great. It's been really tough to be away. But um, every time I'm there was- you so hard. I can't, I'm really, I'm really, we don't spend a lot of time apart because we are together. What, what would you say? Like 90% of our time we're together. Yeah. Yeah. We're very rarely apart, even for, for bits of the day, Never mind the travel. So this has been a real challenge for both of us. Yeah. And I, I think it's amazing though, too, because we can spend a lot of time together and one of us doesn't get on the other's nerves at all. <laughs> I don't know if that's a reciprocal thing, but, but definitely one of us doesn't get on the other's nerve. But uh, been when I was really uh, good about communicating, though, when we're like, I just, I just need a minute, so I'm going to be in this room. Don't come in there. Thanks. Yeah. No. Yeah. Listen. I, I think that if there's one thing that you're great at when you're annoyed, it's communicating it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I give you such a strong communicator. So what's happened while you're traveling? Well, you know, not to go too much into it. Um, but I was in, I was in a, a hospital room for like the last with somebody for like the last week and a half. And today, every time the nurses came in, every single nurse, three different nurses, Ashley, when they came in and the Super Bowl was on, they each asked me individually, how many times have they shown Taylor Swift? And I was like, Seriously? what is happening? Why even the people who don't want to see her or don't want to talk about her are still talking about her. It is like, it, it's one of the most fascinating things I've ever seen in PR. But uh, besides that, a big thing that was playing on the TV the whole week was uh, Comedy Central was playing the whole time. Holy shit. Um, you ever have that symptom of marketing where people say uh, you either market the hell out of something and you're talking about it way too much or they somehow didn't see any of the marketing and wondered why it was, you know, suppressed and no one saw it. It's 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 the dilemma of marketing, right? Yes. Yeah, it's either yeah, it's either too much or why didn't you tell us about this? There was even something like that with I think with in our forums where somebody somebody asked in the forums the day we went to Apple Podcasts we had talked about it so goddamn much. And somebody said, are they ever going to go to Apple podcasts? And somebody in the forum was like, dude, I can just, I can almost feel Bernie tearing his hair out <laughs> right now with you asking that question. But it really is. You never get it right. It's either way too much or it's nothing at all. And there's really almost no middle ground. There's no like marketing. That's just enough. If you watched comedy central at all 
in the last week, they will beat you over the head with the fact that Jon Stewart today is coming back to The Daily Show. And I can even tell you it's been nine years since Jon Stewart's been on The Daily Show. And I know that because Comedy Central told me that about once every five minutes. They ran the promo fucking constantly, constantly. And it's so weird because I get that they're, you know, they have free marketing on their own channel. I don't know how much awareness there is for anyone who's not watching Comedy Central 24-7. I just like, it, it was insane how many times they ran the Jon Stewart promo. And it was the same popcorn promo again and again and again. Anyway, just so you know, Jon Stewart's coming back to The Daily Show today. Yeah, but it's weird because he's only coming back one day a week, right? He's coming back for like Mondays and then the rest of the week is hosted. It's like um, like they like they rotate between the uh, correspondents. So if you saw Taylor Tomlinson and Stephen Colbert in their promos during the Super Bowl and you thought, good Lord, they're running these a lot. Imagine that 24 hours a day for about two weeks. And that's how much they ran the Jon Stewart Daily Show stuff. It was it was fucking wild. But on the bright side you know he's coming back. <laughs> On the bright side, too, Jon Stewart's coming back to The Daily Show, and he's beloved. And I read an article about it where someone described his run on The Daily Show as being Emmys drenched, which I think is a great way to describe that. Drenched. Evocative. Can I tell quick two quick stories before we go into the Super Bowl stuff that I have to just get off my test chest about yeah. what happened to me? <laughs> Are two, these travel stories? Please do. No, I just had two crazy... First of all, I got to tell you, I've been eating like shit because I've had access to... Uh, a, I've been stressed, and B, I've had access to all American restaurants, you know? And I've just like eaten like... I think I ate fast food twice a day for seven days in a row. Like oh lunch God. and my, dinner. My envy oh, yeah. knows no bounds. Oh my... Yeah, but I'm like, I'm going to have to come back and not eat for like a month. Oddly enough, one of the only fast food chains that we have near us in Scotland is Subway. And for some reason I ate at Subway twice and I ran into two of the weirdest fucking things ever. One was late. It was the only thing open. So I stopped and I watched this woman. I, when I go to Subway, it's not as big a deal to me, like picking what goes on my sandwich as it seems to be to everybody else who goes to Subway. Like there's some people like that's the, Biggest thing in their day. Have you ever run into someone like that where they're like, ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, more of that. No, no, put a little more. Do a little bit more. Yeah, do that. And it's like, why are you so involved with this? And this lady, she was like working these two sandwiches and everything. And she was like, it was taking forever. And she was like really precise about the amount of onions you want. A little more on that one. Ooh, yeah, a little bit more. Now do this. Now do that. And then she gets to the end. And the woman who, I don't think she was a native English speaker, the the woman behind the counter, she was saying it was this amount. And the woman goes, here. And she showed her the mobile app. She goes, I already paid online. And the woman goes, what? And and she goes, I already paid online. Here, see, I paid. So here, I can just take these sandwiches. And the lady's like, no, no. And she, then we had to verify. They had to verify the address. She kept trying to drag me into it. And she, oh, my and God. Like, oh, lady, I don't want to get involved like, with what this. What do you have to do with this? <laughs> and she's like, she's like, no, no, no. I, I see this is everything I ordered. Look, it even matches everything on the sandwiches. And I go, did you order on the mobile app? And she goes, yeah. And I point to where the mobile orders are and there's a bag there. I go, is that your order right there? She came oh to God. the store after she ordered the mobile and order ordered again and just ordered it again, thinking that's what she had to do. And then paid like I have never met someone, especially after the pandemic, who didn't know how to make a mobile order on a phone. 
And she caused this huge problem for this lady. And I just wanted my not tuna sandwich, whatever tuna is at Subway. What they determined, it's like 90% not tuna or something like that? Yeah, pretty much. It's mayonnaise <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> what was that study they said that was like, they did a study of Subway tuna and they determined whatever it is, it's definitely not tuna. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. So I had, two, I, had two tuna, two, I had two not tuna sandwiches. What is here? Two untunas. So uh, this is there's a this uh, apparently is a, it's a class action lawsuit filed in California accusing the fast food chain of fraud and false advertising. The lawsuit alleges the tuna ingredient is an entirely non-tuna based mixture that resembles tuna and imitates <laughs> its texture. Subway uh, has denied the claim and said its tuna is a hundred percent tuna. <laughs> How does that not put a company out of business? You're selling us something that is an animal. <laughs> And it's not the animal. The second story is not going to be as good. But I also had to point out, tuna is very odd. That if you eat tuna, you're eating a fish called tuna. But if you eat tuna fish, you're eating the fish with mayonnaise. Like, if you call it tuna fish, it means something different than tuna. And what makes right, tuna... Right, if you say tuna, I'm assuming you're eating like a nice tuna steak or something. And if I say tuna fish... That means I added stuff to tuna that's not fish to get tuna fish. Anyway, it's a weird thing. The other one was this is going to be as, not as not as interesting as the crazy lady with the mobile order. I was eating at another subway. And I got behind this guy and he goes, he was also being way picky about like, put this, put that. And then he looks at the lady, he goes, hey, do you have the purple trays? And I went, oh, my God, what is this? He made them. He treated Subway like it was his own gourmet kitchen. Like they got a tray for the toasting oven that they didn't even know they had, but he knew they had. And he had them put onions and peppers and drizzle oil on it and salt and pepper and season it and then bake that in the oven, the toaster oven thing for, I know, remember this, specifically for 45 seconds that had them drain the oil out of his roasted onions and peppers and put them on a sandwich. I'm like, whoo. Who knows this amount about how subways run? It's fucking insane. That, you know what that sounds shop. like to me is the, this dude saw like a TikTok or something that was like, you know, how to hack subway. Get this and oh blah, 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 blah. And he went through it step by step. That's what that sounds oh like to God. me is like some online. Here's how to like hack subway video. <laughs> And then at the end, he tried to pay with his Metro card because it was Subway. And that was really, (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I just, I just, I literally jumped past the guy in line and just started talking to somebody else. Cause I was like, I just couldn't put up with like Gordon Ramsay. like sitting there trying to like direct and have like, if they had started saying like, yes, chef to him, I wouldn't have been surprised. Anyway, that's my stories. I'm done. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. So if you're not interested in the Super Bowl, we will see you tomorrow. There's actually a thing that I want to talk about tomorrow that's related to the Super Bowl. Tucker Carlson and Jon Stewart coming back. It's weird that all these things are big in this one week. I have a really crazy story about all three of those and how they influenced uh, the start of YouTube. But we can talk about that tomorrow. Ooh, look at you and your teasers. Okay, Super Bowl, Ash. (laughs) Uh, I did pick the Kansas City Chiefs to win, uh, but I'm not at all excited that they won, oddly enough, because it was just such a phenomenal game. It started off what it was like looking really bad where it was a scoreless first quarter. But man, did that set up an incredible game. It was uh, the only the second game ever Super Bowl to go into overtime. And it had these new rules, which is basically just like 
where they each get a set of downs. It used to be sudden death, and now they each get a chance to score. And it was just really incredible. It was back and forth. You know, it is one thing I love about football is things can come back to haunt you. And there's not every sport is not like that. Like if somebody misses a basket in the second period of basketball, you're not like, ooh, that's going to come back and haunt them. You know what I mean? Because there's like 60 more points coming. Um, and this kicker missed a field goal or excuse me, a point after attempt. And I think the stat they said was something like he had 86 point after attempts in a row and he had never missed one in his professional career going back to when he was a rookie. And then he misses one in the Super Bowl, which cost the Niners the Super Bowl. It was the 49ers uh, kicker that missed it. Oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they came back and tied it. Uh, Kansas City did. They were coming from behind and tied it. They went into overtime. San Francisco got the ball first. They came down the field. Kansas City stopped them. They scored a field goal. Kansas City gets the ball. They get one chance. They, if they get a field goal, it goes further into overtime. If they get stopped, they lose. And if they get a touchdown, they win. They marched all the way down the field, got a touchdown and won. Which is, you can't argue with that. Because not only did Kansas City's defense stop them, their offense then came down the field and got the touchdown. So it's like literally both sides of the field. They won in overtime and they beat the Niners, but it was a fantastic game. It was frustrating because there was a lot of turnovers that didn't lead to anything for a while. Uh, but then there were some breakout plays. And as the defenses started to get tired, man, it really got really, really wild. And it was a great game. So can I share something with you about the non-football fans? That is people like me. <laughs> we're at the Super Bowl for two things, snacks and commercials. That's it. Is your favorite snack? A Subway oil and peppers. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I really like? It, uh, I really prefer when they bust out the purple tray. And <laughs> <laughs> when, he said that, when he said that, I, I might have said out loud, oh, my God. <laughs> how, how do they run into two people like that? I'll have to go to Subway tomorrow and see if I can run into another fucking lunatic at Subway. <laughs> So uh, do you want to talk about uh, – I mean, that's the game. There's nothing really else to talk about. Um, I do think because it was – I think everyone understands a close game, and it did go into overtime. So I think that's actually really good because for she who will not be named, uh, a lot of fans are probably tuning into the Super Bowl and watching, and it was really exciting. So I think they might have picked up a lot of young female fans. Who knows? Who knows? You know? And if, if they were Look, cheering you, for a certain team, that's that team won. You would think that football would be really popular with a lot of the young ladies because it's a bunch of strong dudes hitting each other. Honestly, I mean, it's like a stand-in for like gladiators and stuff, right? So, you know, what's not to love? It's only game. Well, yep. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like I won the Super Bowl, really, because we did get the Deadpool trailer. So, yes, I think you. I think your pick was the right pick, yeah. It looks good. I'm excited. It really does look good, doesn't it? Okay, so actually, let me ask you. A let me ask you a question. Okay, Pl please. Yep. You're watching the Deadpool trailer. I'm watching the Deadpool trailer. I have to admit, I have reached Marvel fatigue. I have. At this point, I probably don't watch more Marvel movies than I do watch. Um, like you told me that the Marvels was on streaming, and I, I didn't even realize the Marvels had come out in theaters yet. Um, and I've been behind on everything. So what would I need to watch in order to get Deadpool 3? Um, well, you'll probably want to have watched some of the old X-Men stuff because apparently Pyro, Pyro is a, he's a cameo in the trailer. So um, the old X-Men movies like X-Men X2. Uh, and 
you need to watch Loki season two. There's your homework, which is not is not really a chore because Loki season two is fantastic. There's um there's a bit bit of drag here and there, but for the most part, it's really really excellent. And the the TVA, which features very heavily uh, in the the entire plot of both seasons of Loki, is front and center of Deadpool. So I don't know how exactly they're going to work all of it, but uh, it's I'm intrigued. I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to see what they do with it. And also Wolverine in a tux. You know, they've Wolverine in a tux. What was he in a tux for? I didn't see that. There's that there's the just a scene? shot of him sitting at like a poker table. Um, it's a, just a quick shot from the back of him and it looks like white tux. So I don't know. I just hope he gets in a fight and gets blood all over it. Yeah. You know, and people are really excited to see him in the yellow suit. I don't really care about that suit i'm more like the brown suit that he wore like in the late 80s early 90s like the 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 brown and dark brown (laughs) suit for lack of a better term but everyone really likes the like the yellow one with tiger stripes i guess that's the one he wore in the 90s animated series so people are really excited to see him and i think it looks kind of goofy but i'm happy to have wolverine back and he's in a deadpool movie so it's got to be great yeah so i guess disney uh disney registered a couple trademarks on friday yeah, one was Deadpool three, one was Deadpool and Friends, and one was Deadpool and Wolverine. And I'm I wasn't sure, and because it's Deadpool, honestly, I'm still not a hundred percent sure if the if they were registering multiples as a fake out or extra protection, or if they're gonna pull some sneaky shenanigan tricks. Uh, because do you remember the? I think it was the first Deadpool movie. They put a bunch of. Uh, they did like a like a trailer cut as a rom com, and they had a bunch of like rom com billboards all over the place marketing Deadpool as a as a romantic comedy. Yeah, that's very Deadpool, that? that kind of thing. I don't remember it, but no, but it seems very Deadpool. Yeah, so I just wonder if they've got more shenanigans planned. But uh, yeah. this it's interesting too because um, so obviously I'm in the UK. I'm not watching the the Super Bowl on broadcast television in the US, so I'm catching up on a lot of my commercials online. Like Cerve with Michael Sarah, and <laughs> that one was great. Uh, <laughs> that was from great. what I hear, though, the the Deadpool trailer was a 15 second spot that basically said, "Go watch it online." Yeah, you know what? That makes sense because I didn't remember seeing it. Like I actually, I watched it. I watched the entire game and I watched the trailer online as well. I have no recollection of seeing the trailer during the Super Bowl at all. So that would make sense. Man, Super Bowl trailers in general are weird. Like there's, uh, there's, uh, I'll put a link to it in the link dump. There's a thread on the television subreddit that's uh, basically a mega thread of all the Super Bowl trailers. And when you watch them, or sorry, commercials, when you watch them one after another, after another, after another, it's interesting that like this is the one event of the year where A-list actors are happy taking a boatload of cash to market something totally weird. Yeah, you were talking about things being front and center in the Deadpool trailer. I don't like... It did tone down a little bit uh, once the Super Bowl started, but this whole week, I don't like how front and center sports betting has been in the overall culture. Like I have seen ads for sports betting everywhere, and it just seems like I'm shocked by the like A-list swimming in money personalities that would be willing to go out and advertise for gambling services. That just seems really strange to me, man. I just like, how much money do you need? Thankfully, I have not seen a lot of that, but it it is unfortunate, I think. Uh, other commercials, I love the Beyonce. 
uh, Verizon commercial. There was a weird one that kind of stuck out to me, though, and it wasn't like one that I don't think will make like the top 10 list or anything. It was a commercial for a nerd's gummy candy. And what really struck me about it was they did a flash dance reference in it where, you know, like the dancer pulls the chain and the water drops on them. But it was all nerds dropping down onto the gummy candy. And I'm thinking that's like a 45 year old reference at this point or something like that. Like 40 years old. Here's the weird thing about that commercial is you're right. That's that's a reference to the Flashdance movie, which is right. as 80s as it gets. But they were, the other part of that marketing was Addison Ray. So the girl at the end that, that eats the mound of gummies is, that's Addison Ray. And she's like a huge TikToker. It's like, who who are you trying to reach with this commercial? Because the, the Addison Ray fans are not going to know the entire like first half of the commercial. Yeah, and the dance, the people who know the dance reference, I don't know who Addison Ray is. Like that you explaining right, exactly. to me is the first time I've learned who that is. Yeah. And it's wild too, because it's like, if it's geared towards people who saw Flashdance, those people are 50 years old and they're marketing candy to them. That doesn't make any sense at all. Anyway, um, another crazy thing I had from my notes here was, <laughs> uh, I should, I'm laughing, I shouldn't laugh, but a guy went all the way to the Super Bowl I didn't see who he was. I want to say he was from the Niners. He got injured running out onto the field during a change of teams. He he hurt his Achilles heel. I can't imagine the disappointment you would feel getting hurt and taken out of the game, running out on the field. Like he was jumping up and down in excitement and then ran forward and yeah, got injured somehow. Oh Just man, there's happened. we're like right in front of you. There's these two 300 pound guys just tackling each other's flying tackles and you take a step forward and oh no my heel That's yeah that suck, would be man. hard that's gotta suck yeah that'd be and hard. also the uh i was watching the halftime show which is the halftime show seems to me like for musicians it's to musicians what award shows are to comedians like when you get asked to do one how do you say no to performing the super bowl halftime show but they're never great i was watching the Usher one and i was just like i was just like oh man this is this is a lot. And then they played uh, turned down for what? For about 10 seconds. And it was fucking amazing. Like that 10 seconds made the entire halftime show worth it. Just like energy of that was incredible. Instead of having a halftime show, what if we just have like a half hour of turned down for what over and over and over? Let me pose a question to you real quick. Okay. I'm going to give you. I, they must get paid a lot. I'm gonna say it's a million dollars. Ashley, get a million dollars, right? It's a million dollars, yep. but it's a lot of money. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you get you get the same budget as they get. It's the full production, but they're like, you're doing the halftime show 2025. Would you do it? Like you have no one can know why you got it. You have to take it as seriously as possible, and it's just you doing the halftime show at the Super Bowl for a million dollars. Would you do it? Shit. Um, look, you have a year a to money. prepare. You have a year to prepare for it. I'm going to say yes. And then I'm immediately going to call Jeff Keeley and be like, I need your help. <laughs> what are you going to do? Teach you to dance and sing? No, I need, I, I need, I'm like, I need you to get out your, your fireworks. I need you to call all your celebrity friends. I need you to do all that amazing <laughs> shit you do for the game awards every year. We have, we have a Super Bowl show to do. <laughs> People would be like, that was kind of a strange Super Bowl halftime show. Why was there a trailer for Skyrim 6 in the middle of it? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. What are the 
endorsement, though. The first person you call is Jeff Keeley. That's amazing. That's amazing. All right. All right. So a million bucks. So I look, look forward to seeing man- Ashley he doing managed the- to turn like He managed to turn Game Awards into like a really slick production. I'm going to need all the help I can get. That's who I'm going to. <laughs> Just, man, I would love to see the 2025 Super Bowl halftime show with Ashley Jenkins and Jeff Keeley. <laughs> be amazing. Be amazing. All right. Well, that does it for us today. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Monday this February 12th, 2024. We'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. We hope you'll be here as well. Bye, everybody.